Hello everybody! This is the very first episode of the Diversity of Human Thought Project. Uh, I've been putting this together for a few years now actually, and I've been cultivating questions, uh, ones that I've made up, some that I've, I've taken from others that I think are very good, but some that it forces people to think, but at the same time um, gives them a chance to relax and hang out and breathe, and we're just here to get to know people. So today my first episode is with Sir Thomas Haley. Hello. Please introduce yourself. How old are you? Uh, and name something you like to do. All right. Uh, as you heard, it's Sir Thomas Haley. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am 44. I had to think about it. I did have to think about it. It's getting to that age. Um, something I like doing. I like writing jokes that I never tell. <laughs> and I like singing. Cool. Glad to hear it. All right, well, the purpose of this uh, questionnaire, the, ver uh, the diversity of human thought, is to uh, talk with several different people and get their opinions on a whole bunch of different shit. And Tom is going to be the first one for us to compare stuff to and have some fun with. All right. So we're going to start with the very first question. Oh, by the way, uh, you can choose to pass if you would like to. Okay. So you're going to ask me more than one question? I, okay, yeah. I should probably give you the premise of what's happening. Okay, all right. So what I want to do is I want to get to about uh, maybe an hour's worth of recording. And then we'll just see how many questions we can fit in that time. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the very first question is, you are the casting director of a romantic comedy. Name five people you would cast. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while you're thinking about that, another thing I want to explain is that these questions are meant to be somewhat fun and also somewhat introspective. So, just to get you to, you know, think about yourself, think about the world around you. Okay, alright. Yeah. Well, I mean, the very first one that came to my mind was Matthew McConaughey. Okay, sure. I think any good rom-com, this is a rom-com, right? Yes. Okay, any good rom-com, he has been in it. Sure. So Kate Hudson would also have to be in there. Oh, really? Okay, so we're thinking uh, 10 Things I Hate About You? Yes. Okay, yeah. sure. Go so ahead. she's very good at that. Um, I've been thinking about Paul Rudd. Oh! Because Paul Rudd, every single woman in the universe likes Paul Rudd. And you're not incorrect. This is, I, yeah. So Paul Rudd. Okay, that's three. Now, I said Kate Hudson. You did. What's your mom's name? Is it Meg Ryan? Yes. Melanie Griffith. Also, yes. <laughs> I think, it, okay, well, I, you know what? I wanted her mom to be in it, but since I can't remember her name, she's out. Wait, isn't, no, uh, Kate Hudson's mom is Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Yes. Okay, yes, because she made some really great movies, like uh, Romancing the Stone. Wasn't that her? Was that totally. Her? 100%. I have Romancing no idea. the Stone. Okay. You tell me. No. <laughs> Romancing the Stone, who was in that? Why did I have to ask it so weirdly? You definitely did. <laughs> Who was in that phone? Who was in it? Oh my god, it was Kathleen Turner. Forget what I said. <laughs> Mark it off the record. <laughs> Strike. Okay, go ahead. We got Kate Hudson. Yep. Matthew McConaughey. Uh -huh. Paul Rudd. Yes, sir. Definitely has to be in there. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Because every woman also loves Ryan Reynolds. So is there going to be a foursome happening right now? Three dudes, one chick? No, well, but there does have to be an uneven amount of dudes. Okay, so you gotta tell me, you gotta give me a plot line. I need the name of the movie. Okay, I'm just on. adding this, by the way. How many people am I supposed to pick here? Five total. And how many have I picked? Four. Okay. 
And three of them are dudes. Three of them are dudes, yes sir. <laughs> okay, this last one has to be a woman. Okay, sure. Everything in me wants to say Jennifer Love Hewitt because oh. of Can't Hardly Wait. Okay, sure. But I'm really not sure if she's the right pick, though. You know what I mean? For like a really, if I'm this cast of rom-com characters. Uh -huh. But my mind's drawing a blank. Name some female actors, actresses. Okay. Uh... <laughs> uh, Amanda Seyfried. Ooh, I like her, but again, I'm just in love with her. I don't. I'm insane though. Like... Uh, are we? Think, do you want someone older? Do you want someone younger? Someone in their thirties. The 30s. Aubrey Plaza. That's not a bad choice. I'm saying. That's not a bad choice. Let's well, let's let's move on to other ones. We'll come back to that. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay we got Gwyneth Paltrow, Jennifer Lawrence, Kira Knightley, Jessica Chastain, Charlotte Scarlett Johansson, hmm, Kate Winslet, Natalie Portman. Let me think of what's her face from uh uh-huh. From the notebook. Oh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. That's who your fifth That's would be. That's the pick. That's Absolutely, one hundred percent. Rachel McAdams. Okay, can you uh, sum up who the five were again? Okay, so we've got Ryan Reynolds, mm -hmm. Paul Rudd, mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey, mm -hmm. Rachel McAdams, mm -hmm. and Jennifer Hudson. No, you said Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. <laughs> Two completely different people. <laughs> okay. Now, do I need to, do I want to stick with these? Because see, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. There has to be an uneven amount of guys to girls because there's got to be the, you know. The loner? The, what is it, the antagonist? Yeah. The bad guy. There's got to yes, be a antagonist. bad guy. Yeah. So out of those three dudes, who would play the best bad guy? That makes me want to change one of them to Dane Cook. <laughs> Dane Cook? Yes, because he did some rom-coms back in the late 90s, he early did. 2000s. Yeah, he did uh, Employee of the Month. Good Luck Chuck. Uh, the Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm, point I'm making is he's funny, he's uh -huh. done rom-coms, but he's also extremely unlikable. Not necessarily, <laughs> but like his face. <laughs> okay. His face is extremely unlikable. All okay, right, so, so that's good to know. Okay, so for that reason... Who are you taking out? Matthew McConaughey. Really? Leaving you Paul took out Rudd. The cough. Wait, hold on. So that would leave Paul Rudd and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and Dane Cook. And Dane Cook. Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds is still the right age range for Rachel McAdams. Okay. And the other one was Dane Cook. You know, Kate Hudson. Oh, okay. And Paul Rudd. He's a little older though. So it was Matthew McConaughey. Do you know that Dane Cook is 50? He is, but again, here's the Peter Pan syndrome, because he seems like he's still a kid. I'm sure. Okay, you know what? Okay. <laughs> We're leaving Dane Cook in there, because okay. we, we need a villain character. So Dane Cook is the villain, got it. Yeah, we need to assign roles to each of these people. Um, I'm, I gotta go younger with one of them. A little bit younger. Chris Pine is also a good choice. Okay. He's really funny, actually. Antagonist? Or, um, protagonist. Protagonist. Okay. So we got villain, protag. Yeah, we've got one villain. Okay, I'm making up a story here. The one villain is trying to go after both, after both of these dudes' women's. That they're trying to 
get with, right? Okay. So okay. he's the player, he's playing everybody, okay. right? Sure. And and uh, these two guys really just want to find love. Okay. They're best friends. And they both have these two girls that they're dating that are also best friends. Okay. And the best friends don't know that there's this other guy, Dane Cook, yes. who is now trying to romance both of them separately. So the best friends are also cheating on like they're they're you know what i mean they're like no. <laughs> hooking up with the other person's person this is this is a very um love uh isosceles triangle scenario i agree but the thing is <laughs> dane cook right here uh-huh. nobody knows who like nobody knows that he's doing all of these things and that's what makes the movie work <laughs> the smirk on your face after that was just Boom. like, you know what? Yeah. I think I just not dropped the mic. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> the girls think that they're just dating this guy. They don't know they're dating the same guy. And the <laughs> other guys don't know that the girls are dating these guys. And the girls... <laughs> this is so convoluted. <laughs> That's what makes a good rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So name the five actors slash actresses, please, one more time. Okay. We've got Dane Cook. Paul Rudd? No, 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 no. Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Dane Cook. Chris Pine. You took out Matthew McConaughey for Chris oh. Pine, so that Paul Rudd was correct. No, but it's Dane Cook, okay. Chris Pine, and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, so, okay, all right. Yep. Yes. Those are the three. Okay. They also all have blonde hair, right? Sure. <laughs> this leads to many different, you know, like... What? moments in the movie where they're like they think that it's the back of the head oh my God. they all look the same right <laughs> so shenanigans will ensue <laughs> <laughs> okay and the two females please uh-huh. Kate Hudson uh-huh. and uh, Rachel McAdams perfect what is the name of this movie <laughs> they all look the same <laughs> <laughs> What a what a beautiful ending. <laughs> Alright, question number two. What do you call the offspring of someone who is gullible? Gullible? Gullible calf. You... <laughs> okay, I get it, because it's a bull. Yes, you did it. <laughs> Name a shape, don't explain why you did. Circle? Favorite strange smell, like gasoline, tobacco, rotting corpses, etc. I really want to explain the circle. Okay, well, oh, Because well, you wouldn't let me. Okay, that's that's the point, though. That's why I say don't explain it. Okay, okay. Well, so, smells that I like. I love the smell of gunpowder. Oh. Yeah, so I remember being a kid and having the, um, you know, the little guns that you shot that had little blasting caps in them. Oh. So they, uh, like, pop. They're not called pipe guns, but I know what you're talking about. Cap guns. Cap guns. Yes. Yes. Well, a lot of people probably remember that, you know, the little things that you put in there were, you know, like little plastic things with a red dot in the middle. Sure, yeah. But when I was a kid, they were just a big roll of paper. Oh. And then every so often there was like just a bump and inside there was like the gunpowder. Was it legitimately gunpowder? Yeah. Holy shit. It was just a tiny bit, but it was just like a roll of paper like tickets would be, you know? Wow. And so then you like load it into your gun and then just shoot it in the roll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Comes out and that was, yeah. That's interesting. Why am I saying that? Okay. That's my first smell of gunpowder. Sure. Okay. Loved fireworks. Um, Fireworks is a great smell. Yeah. Just shooting guns is sometimes kind of fun. I've shotguns 
once in my life. And gasoline. I love the smell of gasoline. I do too. And a freshly painted room. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I like the toxicity of the smell. I don't know. I like the toxicity of our city. Anyway. Uh, cool. Do you have a favorite body part? My hair. Your <laughs> hair is your favorite body part? <laughs> yep. Okay. Sticking with it. Fair enough. Would you rather have a butt for a face or a face for a butt? You could take some time to ponder this. I don't know. Having a butt for a face. I mean, you have a cute butt, right? And the okay. girls would always be squeezing your cheeks. <laughs> I suppose. See, I do need to clarify that if you had a butt for a face, you would still have a butt as well. And if you had a face for a butt, you would still have a face as well. So you'd have two faces or two butts. Well, then I definitely want a face for a butt. You want a face for a butt? Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta warn somebody. <clears throat> you know, like, you're gonna be hooking up with them. Because can you imagine pulling down the pants and like, hey! <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> he keeps me stuffed in here all day. Right. I feel like I feel like if that were to happen, if like faces were actually butts or butts were actually faces, we would have different gear instead of the pants that we have now. Okay. I feel like there would be more engineered to face butt syndrome. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, it'd be like, <laughs> the only thing I'm imagining is like, when you have your face sticking through one of those massage holes. Okay, alright. <laughs> I was imagining, depending on your sexual proclivity, sure. I suppose having a face for a butt would really please the partner. I was gonna say, it sounds like a turn on to a lot of people. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, do you consider yourself to be a harmless person? Yeah. Yeah? I spent most of my life just trying to not bother anybody or influence them in any sort of negative way. Yeah. I guess a lot of the apartments I've lived in, all I want to do is just get in and out of the house without anybody seeing me and having to talk with them. I just try to keep as small of a profile as possible. I used to go out all the time, but still, even then, like, I'm always just, like, peaceful. Yeah. I'm a peaceful time. Just kind of a peacekeeper? Yes. For sure. Can you scoot a little bit more to Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you've been put in charge of creating and marketing a new cereal. What is the cereal? Bonus points for creating a slogan slash jingle. Okay. Uh, they're gonna be called Boo Boo Poofs. <laughs> You're already straight. <laughs> okay, please tell me about Boo Boo Poofs. Well, it would be revolutionary. Okay. Okay, because, like, the commercial would be like, Oops, I got a boo boo. <laughs> like, and so Boo Boo Poofs would look like used band-aids. What the fuck? <laughs> the center would be like a raspberry oh filling. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oops, I got a boo-boo. I got something for that. Try boo-boo poofs. <laughs> boo-boo, the poofiest poof around. <laughs> that may be the greatest thing I've ever heard. 
Holy shit. I felt inspired. Yeah, you honestly. were straight into that question. I figured it would take you a second, but no, Tom's ready. <laughs> Don't ask me about cereals. <laughs> I got that on lock, okay? <laughs> I guess fucking so. Woo. Whose eyes, other than your own, would you want to see through? Those eyes. Whose eyes would I want to see through? It would not be John Malkovich. <laughs> I think we've all seen him through his eyes. <laughs> we sure have. No more dancing in a towel for that guy. Oh my gosh. Now, while you're thinking about that, I want to explain that uh, you would also be seeing from this person's perspective. And right. I don't mean just like you can see through their eyes, but you can't think with their brain. I'm saying you can see it's you and this whole person thing. are now one. Right. You know everything about their body, all the pains they deal with, all the, the conversations they have every single day when they're talking to someone. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know literally everything. Okay, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking! Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, please, pray tell. Well, if I could understand the mysteries of the universe, how he sees it in his head, because I think yeah. that he sees it a certain way, and he knows it to be true, but, like, he just... You know, couldn't get the formula to, 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 like, finally put it on paper. Sure. But I think that he knows. Yeah. And so it would be cool. And he's so smart that there's no way, no matter how much you dumb it down, to really understand every nuance of the universe as he sees it. Absolutely. One million percent. So it would be super cool to see it how he sees it. Because I think it would just be extremely profound that's dope i love that answer thank you all right uh a college hires you on to teach because you're an expert in a specific subject what would that subject getting fired <laughs> <laughs> okay i literally thought about making a show on my own like getting some cameras and then just like hidden ones or whatever and then going and applying for a job because I'm really good at applying for a job. I am a master applicationist. <laughs> you give me an application and an interview, I'm getting that job, right. okay? But am I going to be good at it? Obviously not because <laughs> I've been fired a whole lot of times. <laughs> but okay, I thought it would be cool to go there and like purposefully on your first day just do everything you can to just mess it up um and do silly things you know like if you're like a walmart greeter you know like you you middle of your shift you pull out like a foot-long hot dog <laughs> and like mustard out of your other things and you know and just like shoving your face full of this hot dog yes. and this would be a real scenario you got hired onto this place this is what i wanted to do okay and then see how much that stuff you could do before actually getting fired because the manager would be like, uh, maybe he doesn't know he's not supposed to eat hot dogs while standing in the front. <laughs> so anyway, so that I thought that it would be cool because then I would tie it to that everybody in this world has these excuses about not being able to get a job. And there are places where it's really tough and there are problems with that. Um, but there are so many able-bodied people who could have a job sure and look at how much it took before they finally fired me how much nowadays do you have to put up with interesting you know because of legalities and sure. everything else so i thought it would be really cool to like have this funny show where i'm screwing up trying to get fired but at the same time tie it to like 
But look at how easy it was for me to get it mm-hmm. and how hard it was for me to lose it. I thought that would be really cool. That would be, that would be a very interesting show, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like it. Uh, would you kindly name things that, but not five things that make you happy? Cheeky answer wants to say my penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's cheeky, all right. Uh, well, Amber. Okay. Which is? Happy. Oh, my, my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> and Alex, which is our son. Cool. Our son, uh, you can't. <laughs> Outside, <laughs> it doesn't work very well. It doesn't have the same ring. Um, what else makes me happy? I don't know. Like watching a really incredible movie where just the writing was fantastic. Sure. You know, and like I, I actually feel the characters' emotions. You know, even if it makes me like cry, yeah. even better because like if you you have masterfully made this movie. So basically, anything from Disney. Got it. <laughs> sure. Not having to do anything. Sure. Totally. In video games. And that's the fifth one? Yeah. I like it. Because I think I've told you, you know, I like the idea of doing stuff. Going out, the zoo, or hanging out with my family, having the family time. Like, I like the idea of doing something. Right. But it's the doing something of the doing something that I can't get behind. I guarantee you there are so many people who relate with that. (laughs) A million deep percent. Yes. Uh, so thankfully, uh, the twelfth question here is actually something that um, I gave you an example of the new questions. I didn't want to give you all of them, but I gave you an example of the new questions uh, that I had been writing for um, this questionnaire. Okay. And it has come up on the randomizer as the twelfth question. So it's not at a hundred and eleven, just so you know in advance. Okay. Okay. Three okay. D or three dimensional refers to the three spatial dimensions width height and depth i said height <laughs> you did say <laughs> i was having to wonder if you said it right or not <laughs> with height and depth with that knowledge how would you explain 4d bonus points for what the fourth spatial dimension is this is a an incredibly like heady <laughs> yes question it here. absolutely is but you did ask me this the other day mm-hmm and uh, I think that we actually ended up coming up with something that was kind of cool. Yeah. But um, so I watch a lot of science stuff all the time and a lot of people believe that it's probably time, right? The fourth dimension is time. Sure. So how would you explain that? It would be that if, uh, like, let's say you had a thought, you'd be able to see how that thought would turn into an action and what the end outcome would be, because you have the ability to see from start to finish of this. Right, which is what is time-based. Right, so that's how that would apply. But the interesting part about it is, you have this, so every single person would have like a calculated move. Everything they did was super, super planned out based on all the variables. So then they go out and put their plan in action. But what they don't realize is everybody else also has their own plan. Right. So no matter how hard you try, those plans are still going to coincide. Meaning that you're now having to make split second decisions that you can see from the start to the finish every single time you have one of these variables come in. Sure. So in the end, they would perceive life the same way we do. 
spontaneous, having to make these decisions in real time <clears throat> because of the outside variables. Okay, so that brings me to a question about that. Where does free will fit in? Well, each decision that you're making, you would think would be free will. Right, but if you've already calculated it and everyone else around them has also calculated theirs out, making that decision is now preemptive. Okay, all right, so... Okay, so because you had a chance to think the whole thing out from start to finish, mm -hmm. the actual action is arbitrary? Is that what you're saying? It's predetermined. Right, so then what would keep them from just not doing anything ever? Right, I guess another way to narrow it down would be, is there any such human at that point who has the ability to see in the fourth dimension being time, mm -hmm. but also using instinct? Or would that be completely erased? That's an interesting question. I guess in this sort of world, the average human would be more like a computer. Right. Because it's having to calculate, calculate all the time. Mm -hmm. So ask me that question one more time because I think I had something for me. Okay, I said, I said, would instinct be obsolete? Okay, I don't think instinct would be obsolete okay. because like a computer, Stefan is there. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It, you have experienced all of these different possible outcomes sure. that you've chosen not to take and then only chosen this route. And then you base the next time you do something similar, similar off of that same thing. How many times in the past did I choose this path and it worked out for me? So now I'm going to choose that path again. Okay. Right. So that would be the instinct in a sense would be you'd still be calculating out the probability that this is going to succeed based off of all the, the variables and the times you've ran this before. That, that is a very interesting concept. It's, it's very heady, like you said. So that, that brings me to a possible conclusion that instinct is pre-programmed. Which then brings us back to the beginning. Exactly. And you've learned so many things up to that point that you've created your own instinct. Right. Yeah. But I just think it's weird with time because it's like it just seems like the farther away you go, the closer you are to being back to where you started. Oh, just because it seems like it's this loop. Time is this loop. Like a like an Ouroboros? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The snake eating itself. Um, as a matter of fact, I was watching this TikTok recently, and it was about this guy who, um, back in 2019, he said that he created the possibility of time travel. Okay. And so he... I don't remember all the details. I have to look it up. But basically, he made this loop of energy. Sure. Okay. And he's saying that you could use this to be able to time travel, but you could only go back to when the device was first turned on. Interesting. That's where the loop starts. Sure. And time just makes that loop bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So no matter what, like if you get a thousand years in the future, oh. you could time travel, but only back to 2019 and beyond. Where the loop started. Where the loop started. That's interesting. Yeah, I have to show you some other time. But uh, yeah, it's, it is really interesting to think about that. There's a Vsauce 3 video uh, that's literally about time loops. And I think you would find it super fascinating. Okay. So we may have to watch this. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to the next question. That was fucking awesome. Uh, 
Uh, what fear did you have as a child that you've overcome? I think I told you this fear. Uh, I had a lot of fears. I, I have always been the kind of person that's afraid to like jump over that fence, mm -hmm. you know, uh, jump off of something that's a little bit too high. Sure. I, that's how I was as a kid. But I told you I had this unnatural, I don't know why, this fear that I was going to get poisoned or something. Oh shit, okay. Like from watching TV shows yeah. or whatever, you know. Um, files. And so I just had it in my head that if it was going to happen, it would be put inside my toothpaste. Cause I, right. Because I, my parents made me brush my teeth every morning. So I was like, what if they poisoned my toothbrush, you know? <laughs> I had moved from my mom's to live over with my dad. And sure. so it was kind of a new experience for me. Maybe that was why as well. Anyway, sure. so I would always imagine that they would poison it through my toothpaste, but only the top of the toothpaste. Just enough that I could squirt it out and I could die from the poison. And then I imagine them happily brushing their teeth. <laughs> With the same toothpaste, like, wow, got him. Like, what? <laughs> Didn't have to be that smart. Like, I was eight, <laughs> easily killable. <laughs> and they chose poison of all things. Right, but in an untraceable way, right. you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> over here, like, laughing maniacally while brushing their teeth. <laughs> Finally got that fucker. <laughs> and my teeth are clean. <laughs> Look at how white these are. Look at how pale key is. Oh. <laughs> but, um, uh. Beautiful. I love it. What is one band, artist, composer you believe the world is missing out on? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, there are a lot of them, okay? Sure. But this is just the first one that came to mind. <laughs> Macklemore. Really? Yeah. You think Macklemore doesn't get the uh, recognition he deserves? Right. Now, he did for that first album. Right. I mean, it first was... Job. Yeah, it was insane. And then I think he made another one afterwards that actually even won him, like a Grammy or something. Okay. But uh, anyway, basically after he won those awards, then um, everybody stopped liking him. And the story that I heard was because when he was being humble on the stage saying, you know, hey, I'm sorry to like Lil Wayne and I'm sorry for this person. You guys really deserve to win it. You guys are fantastic artists. You may even be better artists than I am. So I'm humbled to accept this award. Sure. And everybody got on him about it because they're like, yeah, this just proves that he didn't deserve it because he's literally apologizing for winning the award and then nobody wanted to listen to Macklemore anymore. Wow. This I is what I've heard. that, okay. So, but the stuff that he uh, that he raps about is really great. He like He's really insightful. You know, he's constantly trying to just better himself and see things from like a, like a really awesome point of view. Sure. And so maybe that's why I like him so much because he sort of promotes that like, peaceful sort of way of handling a situation yeah anyway i think that yeah not enough people have listened to his stuff and understand it and i've gone back and listened to his old albums before he got famous and stuff okay that's legit what do you think dracula was like as a teenager oh man this this is an interesting one right see this is why i like to go from like super heavy questions down to like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> yeah because all it makes me think of is that stupid t-shirt idea i came up with which was where it has count dracula but he's wearing like a dentist you know like medical coat oh yeah dr acula uh, well kind of yes so okay. but he's got the the kid in the chair who's getting ready to get surgery let's say it's ernie whatever right okay and so 
you know, oh right, 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 right. Say ah, ah, ah. You know, <laughs> that's what I think of. Yes, really but these tough. are two completely different counts. I like what you did there. Thank okay, you. Uh, as a kid, you think his was, was his father an, uh, an Acula? This, this is up <laughs> to you. <laughs> was he an Acula? I mean, because we're going based off of his name is Dracula. Meaning he's the first of the Aculas. I, sure. <laughs> he's not Dracula the third that I know of. Right. How did he become Dracula? Exactly. So what do you think he was like as a teenager? He was probably like, man, my father won't let me do anything. All I want to do is drain the blood out of two innocent people, <laughs> and he won't let me do it. <laughs> that was... That was a great impression of Teenage Dracula. That was, there you go. Okay, I think we, should, I think we, we can move on from there. Uh, the next one, are you afraid of the dark? Yes. Okay. I think everybody's afraid of the dark a little bit. Sure. I, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I left my... Holy crap. I left my toothbrush. No. <laughs> Over oh, Over at my friend's house. <laughs> Things are starting to become clear. Oh no! <laughs> Go on. Okay, I left my toothbrush over at my friend's house, mm -hmm. and my dad had moved out uh, to to move in with my grandmother, who had just bought this house out in Eatonville. Okay. So this is like 30 years ago. So it was super rural out there. Right. It was a mile long dirt road. It went down one hill and, and up and down a couple other hills to get all the way back to where the house was. It's in the middle of the woods. Sure. So there were mountain lions and coyotes and all that kind of stuff all over the place. Mm. So one day I forgot my toothbrush over my friend's house and my dad was like, you got to go get it. It's nighttime. My friend lived like about a quarter mile away. Sure. Down this dark dirt road. And I was so deathly afraid. So I did it, but I cried the whole time. Just like, <laughs> I have to go get my poisonous toothbrush. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so they get me. Um, but no, I remember I remember doing that, and I never rode my bike so fast in my entire life. I'm sure. I was so scared. But yep, that was that. Yeah, that's fair. What do you consider to be basic human rights? The right to free speech. That's a huge one. You should be allowed to say whatever you want. I don't want people to say hateful things. Sure, absolutely. Um, I, I, I would really like it if that didn't happen. But at the same time, I think that you have a right to say what it is that you feel. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, it, then it's, it is like the most basic of human rights. You're saying, I'm not allowed to think mm -hmm. the way that I think. I think the right to own a piece of land without being... So, like without like like when you pass away like you know the government can take it back if you don't pay the back taxes on it and sure stuff. okay i think if you own that piece of land great also i think well i guess i understand this one <laughs> this isn't a human right i guess okay but i think it sucks like let's say um you know my grandmother my grandfather lived they lived in that house for a long time right so when he passed away she ended up moving out right but she wanted to be able to bury him there on the property so what i'm saying is it sucks that nowadays we can't even with our own loved ones you can't even bury our own dead yeah like on the property where the family grew up instead we have to spend thousands of dollars mm -hmm. for somebody else to do it yep that kind of sucks yeah that makes sense 
it's a little off topic, but I guess free speech is that's where I'm going to stop on that one. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so about being dead, uh, you're at your own funeral as a ghost. Mm-hmm. What are people saying about you? He had so much potential. <laughs> but he never reached it, huh? Mm, yep. Jesus, Tom. Come on now. Be be good about yourself. Well, I'm telling you, this is what I, this is the first thing. This is honestly the first thing I thought of. All right. I saw it on every single report card growing up. Wow. Tom has so much potential, but he just goofs around instead. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I think that they would say that I was an incredibly nice person, that I was constantly worried that I was going to hurt somebody's feelings or what I said to them would be taken the wrong way. Um, so and it made it really hard for me as a person to be able to like navigate through life because I was so worried about every decision that I made that it kept me from making a lot of those good decisions so that that uh what was the word I said that I'm always potential yeah so the potential was reached that's the reason why we're doing things like this today so that we can just do stuff that we like doing that yeah. make us happy we can say that we did it and we're reaching our potential god damn it we're reaching it right here in this Right here in this room. Goddamn right. This studio. The Tom and JoJo Studios. It is beautiful, guys. If you could see it right now, it is so beautiful. It is face melting. <laughs> the, the trees are blowing so hard on the outside. There's a golf course right out there. Just, you know, with our favorites. A little Barack Obama. Well, uh, Paul Rudd's there. It's crazy. The right. Great regulars. Yeah. Regulars, definitely. Good time. Okay, uh, what is an activity you've only done once or a few times <laughs> that you'd like to do again? Come on. Scare <laughs> now. Okay. I think I told you that sign I saw the one time that said, um, if at first you don't succeed, then maybe skydiving isn't your sport. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I love that saying. Okay, uh... <laughs> Something I've only done once and, or a few times, but and, you'd like to do it again. Paintballing. Paintballing. Okay. Why? It was it, it was actually a lot of fun, and it also hurt a lot. It it literally cut me open, made me bleed. Which I don't know if you're supposed to bleed when you get hit by those things, <laughs> but it made me bleed quite a bit. So, but it was so much fun because like it made it feel more like there, there were stakes is what I'm getting. There sure. were stakes. You did not want to get hit by one of these. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get hit by a stake either. Unless it was <laughs> medium rare and seasoned <laughs> to perfection. <laughs> I suppose so. So I would, I would do paintballing again. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? If I was in a better shape, I would probably also do the zip lining that I did when I was in Mexico. I thought that was super freaking cool. Ooh, okay. Uh, go on a cruise ship, which that's why I ended up doing the cruise line or the zip line later. But um, that was also a really cool experience. Oh, you are a human, but you have the ability to add one animalistic trait. What do you choose? For example, skills to breathe underwater, elephant tusks, cheetah speed, etc. Oh, this is such a tough one mm -hmm. because I would definitely want to fly, but the ability to swim underwater. And breathe underwater is so cool. Mm -hmm. Thing is, I don't know if I'd want to pick that one unless it came with the other ability of being able to go as deep as possible. To be able to withstand it. Right. But then again, I don't know if I'd want to go as deep as possible. For sure. That sounds like the scariest thing possible. <laughs> it literally does, though. 
Like for real, it just I just envision this black mouth of the sea mm-hmm. just swallowing me. Yep, Mariana's Trench. Yeah, so that's scary. Okay, speed, speed, awesome. Speed and agility would be really cool. Ability to fly would be super awesome. Don't just take off of mine. Think of other things too. Well, I'm just trying to think of the. So if you were like a gorilla, you could have like massive strength. Yeah, that would be great. Except everybody would ask you to move all the time. <laughs> You just be like, no, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a cricket, which you could like sprawling off of your back feet. I was thinking you could rub your legs together and make the noises that the crickets do. That would sound like like the predator noises, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like grudge noises or whatever. Oh man, it's so creepy. <laughs> so that sounds cool. Cool, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then you got your little wings that they make the awful noises when they fly too. Yes, you could scream at things like a possum. Yeah, I guess you could. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could bur- burrow like a mole does. Okay, so it's the digestive tract and the teeth and whatever. Right, uh, like Moliere from uh, Atlantis, Disney. Oh, Moliere. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the other guy's character, the demolition character. Oh, yeah, everyone likes him. The light's gonna keep me up all night. <laughs> I just know it. Good boom. Yeah, he was just doing an impersonation of Father Sarducci. Literally. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, back to the subject at hand. Right. <laughs> uh, ADHD. Cool. An owl, being able to fly like an owl would be really cool because they've done studies and they're super silent. I think I'm landing on actually something like Cheetah Speed. Okay. But I was trying to think of something where I could like have a hybrid of speed and agility and also strength. So I was trying to think of what that would be. I mean, cheetahs are strong, but like, you know. Tigers? Tigers are fast as fuck, and they're also super strong. They are tanky. Yep, tiger. Tiger? Definitely. I'd be all yoked out. Yeah. And also, I mean, I got these claws. I'm going to scratch you. <laughs> I'm going to get you with these claws. I'm going to do it. I was going to feel so good. You better run away. <laughs> I do like to chase you. You sound kind of like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Not what I was going for. <laughs> but okay. And they did fine. <laughs> Uh, all right, you're ordering a three-topping pizza. What do you put on it? Double pepperoni jalapenos. Damn. Okay. Good call. This is my standard. Actually, I'd probably go half jalapeno because sometimes they put too many jalapenos on it. I, I want them to be on there. So what I do is I get it half jalapeno, and then I take off half of them and then move them to the other <laughs> side. So I do every time. Okay. It's good to know. Because I really I love the jalapenos on there. Okay. Are you liking the questions? Yes. Are you having a good time? Yes. Good. That's all I care about. Uh, An unstoppable object meets an immovable force, and you're caught in the middle. What do you do? Duck. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sure. Well, it just makes me think of the whole thing I told you about. Like, if you could take two pieces of a neutron star, put them, like, in space Mm -hmm. far enough because they have such a strong magnetic pull. Right. And they weigh trillions and trillions and trillions of pounds each. So the amount of gravity that it would create, you could then pass a spaceship through it, and it would be sure. like a, like a slingshot. Okay. And you'd be like, Shroom. this is this is a completely different answer than I was expecting for this, but I understand what you're saying. So if that uh, uh, un- unstoppable object meets the immovable force, the gravitational pull between the two would actually slingshot you out of the way. Right. Exactly. Interesting. Yes. 
I like this. Yes. Um, if you could control any element, which one would it be? Water is the first one to come to mind. Okay. Because it exists in everything and inside people. Sure. So, you know, nobody would really want to fuck with you. Sure. Um, and wind, you get to fly. You could fly with water. <laughs> like how? Like in, in clouds. Yeah, like, you know, you, like, absorb all that water, and then you, like, have it beneath you, like, two jets. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Water. Water? I'm gonna go with Final answer? Yeah. That was incorrect. Oh. (laughs) It was the continuum of space-time. On a scale of 1 to 10, how smart are you? Oh, man. There was a time that I thought that I was, like, an 8 or a 9. Sure. But... But because I thought that, I probably was actually like a four or a five. Okay, totally. I think I lost a couple points due to the fact that I thought I was so smart. (laughs) Makes sense, sure. Six. Six? I think I'm smarter than the average person, but not like super smart. You think you're slightly above average? Slightly above average. There's some things that I'm super like, I know a whole lot of stuff about, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to making like everyday decisions, you know, like, like street smarts. Sure. I don't have as much of it as, you know, a normal person would have growing up. Totally makes sense. I think that's honest. Uh, In your opinion, what is the biggest problem facing humanity? Humanity. Humanity itself? Yeah. Okay. What sucks is that we just have this desire to continually be better and know more and create more right so now we have this artificial intelligence for instance and we're creating something that literally is going to be smarter than us and even though it doesn't have a physical body has far more power than we have absolutely yeah like they they yeah we have a physical body but can we control the power grid you know like where this thing could take it over or whatever you know so i think that's probably the biggest one really because you think humanity creating artificial intelligence is the biggest problem facing humanity currently yeah, I think it might be. Okay. Because, you know, like, the world is coming to an end and all that, you know, like, as far as, like... Oh, yeah. All the stuff that's going on. Global warming and shit. Right. So, if I would think of the biggest threat outside of all that stuff, because it's already in motion. Totally. Okay, I see what you mean. would definitely be AI. Okay. That, yeah, that's legitimate. All right, you're a lottery ticket winner. Hooray! You're, you ended your picks with your lucky number. What is your lucky number? I think when I was uh, younger, I always just said it was 21, which is so, like, basic, but... Is it? Is that basic? Why would that be basic? I don't know, because, like, you get a 21 in blackjack, it's good. I don't know. I I wouldn't... I don't know. 21. 21? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. What animal current would you least like to encounter in nature? This is scary. Um, A bear would be definitely really, really scary. For sure. Probably the first one I think of every time. But also, a gorilla. Yes. Gorillas are scary as fuck. Oh my god. You know, I heard that gorillas are less scary than, like, a chimpanzee would be in the wild. That doesn't surprise me. Gorillas are probably like, I don't want to have to deal with you, whether, uh, as compared to, like, chimpanzees are like, oh, look at that fucker, I'm gonna go kill that guy. Right. Right. Yeah, like, chimpanzees are like, they got small man syndrome, for real. (laughs) Chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they will just literally rip your face off. (laughs) Fun! Yeah. I like it. Uh, What is your debit pin number? 
uh, <laughs> go uh-huh. fuck uh-huh. yourself. <laughs> Four digits. I like that. Thank you. Now remember, this is the last question. Okay. All right. Cool. Would you rather have shorter life, but it's high quality, or a longer life at lower quality? This is a tough one because the one thing that bothers me the most is that I'm so fascinated with you know where we are going in the world right and we're technology we're, we're kind of just at the beginning really totally. we broke free into like you know computers and internet sure and now it's gonna skyrocket mm-hmm. has and, been yeah yeah and social media for all the bad is also good because there's this open sharing of all these ideas right so we're just exponentially growing so i want to see what that future holds but I also want to have an amazing life, you know, and great experiences. Might go for the longer life and just okay. Rather than a shorter one at higher quality? Just so I can see more. Yeah. Because I want to see further into the future, I'd want to do that. Yeah, I'll stick with that one. Okay. All right, that's it for our, our first episode of the Diversity of Human Thought Project. If you'd like to be on the show, please contact me. Go ahead. You were going to say something, Tom? I, I was just going to say thought, not spelled T-H-O-T. That's all. <laughs> Diversity of human thought, bitch. Yeah. Good to know. Thank you, you know buddy. It. Stay happy, stay healthy, and drink some fucking water, you piece of shit motherfuckers.